You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is an American history podcast where each week I, former pickle store worker, lover of, lover of cats and dogs, occasional tree trimmer, Dave Anthony reads a story from American history to his friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Okay, so mm-hmm. a little more insight into you. Oh, Jose's here. Hi, hey, buddy. Jose. Hey, hey, you buddy. You haven't been on the show in a while. What's new with you? How's the pandemic? How uh-huh. how does he how does he get around with the seal feet? Don't understand the question. The question has no bearing on reality. The, the question is not grounded in any sort of actuality therefore it is foolish and not worth even answering not even worth dignifying by speaking about it now is that not a seal you know for a fact that it is a cat and you know that and you've created this whole narrative and now someone on my wikipedia page has said that i'm a seal trainer or some shit because of you Look, My name's Gary. It, no, 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 listen. You shut up for a second. Mm-hmm. You have inserted all these little things that are just ongoing bits that you just light the fuse of, and then you walk away to not even stick around for the explosion because you don't care because you're an empty. You're empty. You're soulless. And by the way, you started this one off without a shirt on, mm-hmm. so you have problems. That was me. Preparing for comedy, and all, I don't even want to. All this attack is, and it's it's a it's this is a baseless attack. All, all this attack is it is, is a to, base attack is to distract from the fact that you have it's a, a base full attack. You have a pet seal in your home, which I believe is illegal. No, I don't. Which I believe no, I is illegal. I, it in would the state be illegal. Of California, but I do not have that. I do not have that. I have a cat in my home. If that's a cat then we're in a very strange world. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Does it and eat, it is. Does it eat fish? Just start. Go to the theme. Wow. Go to the theme. Wow. Theme me. Me ow. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room is Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Gareth, is that your name? Yes, Dave, you're fully aware of that. <laughs> you know that very well. Gareth. <laughs> yeah, you're having a good little time over there, huh? Are you, are you intoxicated? This is a daytime Look, recording. We you, are, you, are, <laughs> you are like wedding early reception giddy right now. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll be announcing a tour uh, soon. It won't be America, because America sucks ass. <laughs> Uh, oh, America! You are, <laughs> you are really quite the piece of shit. Uh, 
If know, reality shows became a nation, America. Oh, this one is very tangentially. This is probably the least America involved by one I've done yet. Okay. I thought there was more, but then I, I was getting into it and I was like, oh, this is a lot less than I thought. Anyway, January 22nd, 1552. Year the USA. Our, year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Shouldn't uh, the shouldn't actually the way the year the years work uh, the calendar is that they should start the day America was born? Uh, Dave, they do here. Hmm. Yes, uh, B A and uh, A A, which yep is, na- is well, now A A A A should be really what it is, and then of course A <laughs> A. Walter O'Reilly Jr. was born in South Devon, England. Or is it Devon? Devon. Devon. So, okay. He had four older brothers. His father was a member of the gentry. So he's a fancy boy. Mm-hmm. The family was always low on money, but respected. They were very Protestant and were almost killed more than once during Mary I's reign. Can you imagine holding on to your religion that strongly? Can you imagine, like, like if I, no matter what I believed in, if someone would, like had a gun to my head and was like, or, I'd be like, yeah, for yeah, sure, whatever. I'm into yeah. that. I'm That's good. great. I'll do that. That sounds yeah. great. Whatever, whatever God you want me to believe in, I'm fine with. I, can yeah. I leave? I <laughs> yeah, I'd love to leave. Leaving is a big part of what I'm looking for. Yeah, look, can I just tell you whatever I want and walk away from the situation? Because that'd be great. That'd be great. Oh, I completely believe that. Yeah, seven days. What a saint. Anyway, I'll see you. <laughs> so... Uh, at one point, Walter's dad was actually uh, actually had to hide in a tower uh, to avoid being killed. So he hid in like a castle tower uh, while okay. they were searching the castle for him. So all this led to Walter. They don't check the tower. They never check they the never tower. Check the tower. You got to check the tower. All right. Well, we're good. Should we check the tower? No, no. no nobody's going all the way up there. No, we're going the crazy? tower. Nobody would go to the tower. It's all the way up them stairs. No, we'd get all the way up there and we'd find that there was nobody there and we'd be exhausted. No, nobody's ever gone to the tower. Nah. <laughs> He's bloody right. Uh, what was that? Yeah. What was that accent? Okay. He went to Oxford. I'm going to do a lot. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to break out terrible English accents this whole So you mean you're going to do your English accent? Yes. Uh, he went to Oxford, but did not get a degree because he left and joined. Oh, by the way, I should, I should say he really hated Catholics. He, that's how he grew up. So he fucking hates Catholics. Okay. So he goes to join the uh, Huguenots who are fighting against Catholic oppression in France, as you know. Now, is it true that the, I, I, a lot of people believe that that was just a group of astronauts named Hugo, and that's not true. You're saying that that is not the case. That You're thinking of the ones in the 70s. Okay, right. These, these guys are way before uh, any sort of space travel. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So he goes down there to fight with the uh, the Protestant uh, against the Catholics, and when he returned to England, he went to and he's only he's only like fifteen years old or whatever. 16 oh, years but old at that started. time, I mean, that's when you let's start get fighting. Moving. Yeah, that's when you fight. Yeah, that's completely when it's time. Uh, so he returns to England and he uh, goes to the Inns Court in London and learned law. So now he's got uh, a law degree or whatever it is back then. Okay, sure. And while he was there, he also became a little bit known for uh, writing romantic poetry. He's a very good poetry writer. Romantic poetry, mm-hmm. like Get Some. He wrote. He wrote the famous poem Get Some. Oh, uh, he's the Get Some guy. Yeah, he wrote. He wrote Finding That Hole. 
Oh, okay, right. <laughs> That's uh, a he good wrote, one too. He wrote "Climb on This Shit." This is so. This is the guy. I mean, I've heard a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. he write "Bang Factory"? He wrote "Bang Factory." He wrote "Bang Horse." Um, oh, "Bang Horse" was I. That's when I stopped liking it. When yeah, he was yeah. getting into "Bang Horse." No, you're thinking it's of the. Weird. No, you're thinking not the horse, the banks. You're thinking about when people uh, ride around on a horse and they pick up ladies and they fuck them on the horse. Yeah. Well, because you don't have to do much. I, I no personally no. I think that it just the horse does too much of the work. You're do, you're you're fucking at a gallop. I don't yeah, like that's, that. That's the whole. No, the, I don't like a gallop. Okay. I like to fluctuate between a gallop and a trot. I, just something a horse can't replicate, especially with the saddle burn. Well, you know what you're thinking. You're looking for like a bang mule. I would. I. I mean, what's the APR? It's about forty-five. I'm in. I don't know what it is, but that's a good number. I don't either, but it's, it's Great. right. I'm in. Yep, no questions. Uh, so in 1578, his half-brother, who was this murderous monster, he just killed tons of Irish people, uh, Humphrey Gilbert, okay. was given a grant to explore and colonize. Okay. <laughs> what a great grant. Uh, so just go do whatever the fuck you want in another land. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the queen is like, hey, just go fuck shit up in my name, and it's cool. Just go be the worst and do whatever and then say that it's yours. It's legal because you have a letter. You, you told the letter. If anyone has a question, show them the royal seal. The cat, I mean. The, his, <laughs> his expedition was headed for the Caribbean and then North America. I don't know why that was the route. That's the route. Uh, So Gilbert gave Walter command of a ship in this armada, whatever you're going to call it, armada. I don't know what it is. Fleet? Yeah, but does he have, and that's just pure, like, you're just hooking your brother up because he just has a law degree and has no. He's hooking his bro up. And and I I tried to find it, but there's so much different information about this guy. But his father definitely had, some sort of sh- ship's connection to something. So they, they are from a family that owned ships or, you know, had to deal with right. ships. Okay. Uh, not like gross sailor types, like the owners, not like disgusting people right. who work on the ships, right. but like a, a, a normal not human those, who owns a ship. Like a great, not the scurvy, scurvy purse of people. That's right. Uh. So, um, so Walter gets a ship called the Falcon. And Walter came up with a motto for himself for the journey, quote, I neither seek out death nor flee from the end. I neither seek out death nor flee from the end. Okay, so he's sort of, he's open. He's open to death. He's, yeah, he can die or not. Maybe, could take it or leave it. Yep, take it or leave By it. By the way, was... here's my ship, the Falcon, that is not airborne. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Falcon boy. <laughs> so, expedition doesn't go well. Uh, okay. The ship is the Falcon is seventy five feet long. There are seventy crew members. Anyone, Jeez, anyone who's above the basic crew slept below deck, but the practical crew slept on the deck on like Ugh. folded sails and just rolling around. Ugh. All they ate was gruel, uh, salt, oh, God, gruel, salt beef, flat beer, and biscuits full of weevils. What is a biscuit full of a weevil? What does a, that even mean? A, a weevil's a little, you know, like it's a larva, larva type situation. It's a little. Uh, so they're eating bug biscuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bug. They're biscuits. eating bug skits. It's protein. 
We will be back. We will. This. It's coming. This will happen again. So dysentery, typhus, and scurvy hit hard. Hard. Then huge Jeez. storms with 40-foot waves caused the other ships to turn around, but the Falcon continued on and made it to the Cape Verde Islands. Okay, so they fought through the scurvy, the All bug biscuits. The waves. The gruel, the salt beef, the waves, the weather. Now, by the time they landed at Cape Verde, they were completely out of food, and a lot of the crew had died. Okay, cool. So, great. It, really good. Okay. So when they returned to England, the Privy Council uh, forbid Raleigh and Gilbert from ever sailing again. So because Privy, it went that poorly. Yeah, so the Privy Council is like the Queen's, like, you know, they make the decisions. They're like a group of assholes, uh, the, they're called. Sure, her think tank. Yeah, her think tank. So Walter now, he spends time in London uh, for a while. It is, it's assumed he's around the royal court. We're not really sure. In 1580, he had to appear before the Privy Council three times for uh, brawling. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Once with Edward Wingfield, quote, besides the tennis court at Westminster. What? So this is kind of like uh, an upper echelon. Like, I, excuse me, you, you, that was out. That was not out at all. That was in. It touched the line. Did not touch the line at all. Well, we need to get a line judge. Well, unfortunately, we only have the ball boys. Well, then, I have half a mind to slap you across your visage. Oh, do you? Well, then, I recommend you do it. Oh, you wouldn't like it if I did. Well, I wouldn't hate it if you did. Well, do it. Well, if I do it, then I'll retaliate. Well, you'd have every right to. Well, then, come on, then. Oh, 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 oh. He will slap my face. I told you I would. Oh, that's it. Well, we will talk to the privy about this. And then Betty Hill runs by chasing three ball boys. Woo! <laughs> oh, God. If nobody, I mean, I, there might be people too young to know what Betty Hill is, but just look it up on YouTube. It's really amazing. It's amazing. It's just... It was it was on. It was on. It was on. It was on television. It was on. It was on. Uh, uh, so the, the, besides the tennis courts at Westminster, was actually a place where people went to brawl. Like you had. Oh, so they had like a. It was, excuse me. We had. Uh, we wanted a little dusty area for three. We're gonna have a brawl in a bit. <laughs> uh, fortunately, we have got no three tops. Uh, one of you could sit out, and you could have two brawl. Maybe find another few friends. I could get you a six top. If you're willing to wait, you can take this pager, and we'll page you when your brawl section's ready. Yeah, all right. All right, there you are. All right, well, it'll light up and vibrate. That's how you know it'll be time for you to have a brawl then. Yeah, yeah, all right. You fucking... All right. You fucking... Dirty. What's your problem? Fuck you. What is your... Look, I just work here. I'm not looking for a brawl of my own. Yeah, so I'd appreciate are. it if you... I am actually not. If I were to brawl, I would brawl on my own time. Well, you're I'm working now. Look, I've got a break in a bit. If you dive for a brawl, I could give you one then. But for yeah. right now, yeah, right. Well, one. yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, all right. Well, whereabouts are you from then? Fuck you, wanker. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll see you at my lunch brawl. Oh, God, that guy's here. Because he always wants a brawl for one. It makes no bloody sense. Uh, so he was actually jailed briefly for fighting, but it didn't hurt his standing. He was promoted 
to extraordinary Esquire of the Body to the Queen. What a dumb title. Extraordinary Esquire. Yes. Uh, I'm an amazing lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, as you can see by my sash and my cape, I'm an amazing, I'm outstanding. Uh, So around this time, rebellions are breaking out in Ireland. The Irish leader wanted to remove Queen Elizabeth, who he called a she-tyrant. Uh-huh, sure, sure. Uh, Humphrey Gilbert was sent to patrol the south coast of Ireland, but he uh, did not pay his crew, and so they took off with two of his ships. (laughs) Okay, so there we go. We've got a good lesson there. There's a good lesson. (laughs) That's capitalism. Uh, So then Walter was sent as a part of a force of 2,000 men in the summer of 1580. So he's now a captain. Okay. Spanish ships full of Spanish and Italian Catholics invaded Ireland in September 1580 at Schmierwick Harbor. Sure. Uh, you're going to believe in the version of God that we believe in, and none of your own version. <laughs> How dare you? We've got our own bloody version that we believe in. Nah, your version is crazy. You, you, matter of fact, your version is out of line. It's blasphemously terrible. It's crazy. The idea that you, you, you bloody Catholics, don't you attack it to us like that, you Protestant fool. You're a foolish Protestant. Now, I kill them until they believe in the man in the sky that we believe in. You want a spicy meatball? Oh, this guy, he, uh, we found a stowaway. He only speak about saying that the stereotypical nonsense. I like a spicy meatball, huh? He's saying it's nice to meet you guys, but uh, he hopes that uh, when we're done imparting our religious findings, you will understand that Catholicism is the way to go, okay? It's a big spicy meatball. I was hoping that you guys would be open-minded. He says, please have an open mind, uh, open heart. It's a spicy meatball. He's emotional. He believes that you guys are maybe open to this. And that's exciting because he wants to get you guys into heaven, okay? Hello, governor. And that guy, we had another stowaway. This guy only communicates <laughs> by doing that, okay? And he's going to convert you as well, okay? <laughs> So, so, so the uh, Spanish and Italian Catholics take the garrison uh, at uh, Smearwick Harbor, and uh, Elizabeth sends more men. Uh, okay. There's a, th- a three-day siege, and then the Catholics surrender. Okay. Uh, the English promised the Catholics they would let them live. Instead, they were all immediately executed. There we go. England. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you got, come on out. You're, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. You're all good. We're going to let you be. F- yeah. Just come on. Eh? Slice. Slice. By the way, that's also like validating for your version of religion when you're like, oh, I knew it. See, I promised this. <laughs> I have no heart. You know, <laughs> we promise to not kill you if you surrender. All right. We give up. Kill them all. No way. You said that you're not a hurt us. Yes, but I have no morality. Ah, that's why we come here to kill you. You're so bad. I sound like a John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. How we ought to do. (laughs) So, um, uh, the executions were led by Walter. Uh, They took place over two days. 
The Jeez, men. that is the worst. That is crazy. Like for that, for you to have that many to do. Oh. Boy, we're gonna. I'll, I'll tell you what. We're gonna have to take a night break. This <laughs> is disgusting. They were beheaded in a field, and then their bodies were thrown into sea. Ugh. Uh, Can you imagine going for a, like a swim that afternoon? <laughs> Come on, bring the kids. We'll make a day of it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Afterwards, the field became known as the field of cutting, and a nearby field is called Gortna Gowan, the field of heads. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, what do you got? A bunch of lettuce over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, no, it's a uh, uh, they're my uh, ex, uh, they're my ancestors. Uh, it's not a well, lettuce; it's it's, uh, it's Italian head, huh? Well, if I can put it in a salad, I'll give it a shot. Oh, it's a nice in a salad. Okay, then. <laughs> so, Walter is quite uh, the dude. He is tall. He's good looking. He has a sharp wit. He writes poetry. He's charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, while in Ireland, he has a daughter with Alice uh, Gould, who uh, obviously he doesn't marry. So, that's uh, one of them kind of kids. Sure. Uh, he also offered to serve the queen privately in letters to the head of intelligence. So he's trying to get mm-hmm. out of Ireland. He's writing letters and being like, I will devote myself to the queen. Get me out of here. Right. Okay. By 1581, he's frustrated by the guerrilla warfare they are waging against the Irish because the Irish just seem to grow in numbers as opposed to going away because it's right. their fucking country. Right. Uh, so... He hated life in Ireland and wanted to be part of the royal court. And finally, in December 1581, he was sent back. So Walter's family connection to Elizabeth's, uh, the first childhood nurse, led to an introduction to the queen. Right? So he's got okay. it in through his childhood nurse. So now the queen's in her 40s. And By she, the way, I, I, I know most people keep in touch with their nurse from childhood. I, I do. I do. I, my, yeah. uh, both my, my uh, childhood nurse and the wet nurse. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Boy, do I keep in touch with her. Huh? Okay. Um, so, Queen's in her 40s. She immediately takes a liking to this good-looking, charming uh, man and decides... Your she- nurse said you were lovely. Look she was right. You. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> um, she decides she wants him around. So... As the months go by, Walter is in, 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 the, in the crew. He's becoming more and more powerful. Many in the court don't like him because he wasn't born into the world. He's not a noble born into it. He's just worked his sure. way. Well, that just means he can't get made. He can't be a good fella. That's right. Uh, so Walter is given royal monopolies for tin and playing cards and licenses for taverns for 30 years. Okay, so he's getting hooked up. Yeah, he's, he's getting, getting the royal up. treatment. Ah, so he buys a ship in 18, uh, 1582 named the Bark Raleigh. That's right. It's the Bark Raleigh. <laughs> One of the best named ships we got out here, too. That's so dumb. So Walter's half-brother, who we've talked about before, Gilbert, Humphrey Gilbert, he's big on colonization. Uh, making the argument it would reduce the number of vagrants and poor in England. Nice, nice, cool. Right, cool, so cool, he's cool. like, let's, let's ship these fucking losers out. Right, right. He still has the And pat- then let's have them handle COVID better than we do. That's right. 
he still he still has the patent, and he plans uh, a journey to Newfound Newfoundland. Okay, uh, Newfoundland. I just realized that I never put that together. <laughs> Even I put that together, David. It's called Newfoundland. <laughs> it's catchy, isn't it? I want you to take the Bark Rally to the Newfoundland, <laughs> and then I want you to go see the Tidal Wizard. Uh, so the queen tries talking about it and said that he should stay on land. He's not good in the sea. She said, quote, of not good hap by sea. What? Uh, so what? she, Jesus. and then she, what, for, how annoying, how annoying, like to actually time travel back then. You'd be like, wait, what's going on to have you not then buy it with it? No. Could you say it like uh-huh. a normal way? Like a normal. If inside, of course, but the opposite is approached. Just mm, fucking not. say what you say what you mean. Say the thing. Thrice in the fortnight, we must wager times. No, that's not. What? About it, it is indeed a conundrum. However, the upside is the outside. If we're careful, luxury bestowed. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. My clothes are off, you can see. <laughs> so, uh, so she forbids Walter from going, and okay. uh, Gilbert sets out with four ships and was in Newfoundland for two weeks in 1583. Hmm. Uh, on the return, he sails in his, the, the favorite of his ships, the HMS Squirrel. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, a powerful vessel, is she? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's storms. The squirrel goes down with all on board in a storm. Men- Throw the nuts off. The nuts are weighing <laughs> us down. <laughs> tail up. Get the tail up. <laughs> so men on another ship were watching and said Humphrey was reading a book. Do, 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 do. That's how I want to go. So uh, he's dead. Uh, only one. He's, he died. Yeah, only one of those ships made it back to England. I wonder how far he read underwater. Oh my God! I just <laughs> <hope> <laughs> <for a long laughs> time. so in 1585, Walter is knighted. He's now Sir Walter Raleigh, and he uh, he was the steward of the Duchy of Cornwall and Lord Warden. Of the Stanneries, and I believe governor oh. of, of Jersey. So two years later, he's given land that belonged to Mary Queen of Scots after she was executed. Later that year, he got forty-two thousand acres of good land in oh. Ireland. Elizabeth gave him a palace, Durham House on the Strand, and Sherborne Castle. Wow! So okay. he's just fucking getting he's just rolling tons in tons of shit. Yeah, and of course yeah. the other nobles hate this because they don't right. think he deserves it because he's not of the blood of the incestuous right. weirdness. Yeah. So we have no. Uh, who are we? Uh, we're not. I mean, he okay, didn't whatever. fuck his sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> well, you didn't have a baby from it. Uh, at the time, scientists, writers, and thinkers were given positions in wealthy households. You'd get a room and food and, uh, most importantly, access to books. So you would just live in someone's house just because you were an academic, essentially? Yeah, and then it was someone that they could talk to about lofty things and be intelligent around. But essentially, they wanted to do it because (laughs) they couldn't get access to books because only rich people had books. 
right. Yeah, right. It's a cool time. So, it's a, we're yeah, almost it's we're smart. almost back there. <laughs> I was just gonna say it, it's all very similar to where we are now in a way, like where it's just like the people who are able to afford the things don't give a fuck. Like there's no help. There's yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Walter brought in uh, a very impressive man. Thomas Harriet was one. He was one of the greatest scientists of the time, and so he would teach Walter in his spare time. Which a lot of people thought was sinister, right? Having a scientist. Uh, I would say it definitely is. Yes. Uh, That's so where the, the facts come from. Yeah. So the Empire needed money to achieve uh, its military goals. So Elizabeth sanctioned piracy, right? So privateers. Okay. Uh, taking ships was an effective way to fight the more powerful enemy of Spain and Raleigh put a brother and a cousin in command of a ship he owned, and they went out and did uh, pirating. And just his, okay, yeah. So he's got a pirate ship that he. So owned. just your your foreign policy was pro pirating. Yeah, pirate. Okay. Uh, uh, the ship is called Job, of course. Hello, this is Job. <laughs> I've been calling it Gob. <gasps> Uh, they took several Spanish ships off Newfoundland, and uh, author Anne Beer, quote, most historians consider this to be one of the first overt English acts in the War with Spain. So his ships kind of kicking off the, the War with Spain. Okay. Around this time, uh, the Crean uh, granted Humphrey's old patent to Walter to explore, colonize, and rule any, quote, remote, heathen, and barbarous lands, countries, and territories not actually possessed of any Christian prince or inhabited by Christian people. So basically WMDs. That's right. You could just, anywhere you wanted to go, you could be like, we've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> they got heretics. It's yeah. our land. Uh, so he would get a fifth of all the gold and silver that was mined. My uh, God, what a deal. I mean, this yeah. is just... Okay. Yeah. Uh, another reason was to establish a base in North America from which privateers could attack Spanish ships. Now, Spain has already set up shop in North America, and that's uh, a Catholic situation, obviously, which is you know very mm-hmm. upsetting. The English see themselves as kinder, doing God's work by evangelizing the poor as uh, the poor savages in these other countries, while the Spanish uh-huh. were more con- conquistadors. And right. uh, Walter really, really just wanted to take on Spain. Like, he wanted to fight Spain. Okay. So he sponsors an expedition to Roanoke Island off North Carolina. It left England on April 9th, 1585. They arrived. Uh, they muck around for a bit. Uh, doesn't go well. Um, sure. And uh, I, there's, two sto- there's two versions here. One is that they, they, they leave and they leave 15 men behind. But then I also read that... He, they leave, the ships leave, and then the people are there. They're having a hard time, and then Sir Francis Drake stops there, and a bunch of them get on. But anyway, there's 15 left. Okay. Um, so the captain who led the journey brought back a couple of, uh, I like to call humans, uh, native human uh, beings. Sure, uh, sure, right. To, to England, uh, Monteo yeah. and Wanchis. Monteo was a leader of the uh, Croatoan, Wanchis was from the Roanoke, and then their presence just helped convince Parliament to get behind the colony at Roanoke. So, they're well, basically- I wasn't going to vote for the colony in Roanoke, but 
after seeing these two, it's very compelling. (laughs) My vote is yay. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, why is that? Just seeing them as... Yes, that's plenty. Well, now I can understand something. You know, not sure what it is. But there's something about this that's just extremely compelling. My vote is pro, yay. Yes. But it's just a couple of fellas there. Yes, it is. And you're right. Might be strange to you, but I am the one governing. And something about that just says to me, yes. Yes, this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is the destiny. The idea. Yes. This. Yes. I'd like to vote twice if I could. Is there any way to use a dead person's name and vote again or something? Just from these two blokes. Yes, yes, yes. It's very compelling. Very convincing. Yes, yes, I don't know what I was looking for. I feel like you think I do. I don't. But there's something that just answered the question I didn't know I was asking by seeing these two. I'm a yes. I'm a yes. (laughs) So Walter sends a second wave of English colonists. This one includes entire families. There's even two pregnant women, which is just... All right, let's do this then. Who gives a fuck? Come on. I've got, yeah, I'm fighting for two. I mean, just the insanity. Of oh, fucking, my God. Like, yeah. Okay. It's just like, yeah. Uh, so the plan was to set the, uh, create the city of Raleigh and build Fort Roanoke. But when they arrived, they couldn't find the 15 dudes they left before. All right. That's a bit of a problem. But they were also... Th- where, where did you last leave them? Well, if I knew that, I think we'd be finding them, wouldn't we? Yes, fair enough. But it's three years later than they said they would come like they said they tell would... me where where they where would you run off if, if i told you to stay put and i was gone just say mere three years 36 months later i return and you've moved what compelled these men uh so so the new settlers try to make a go of it but it all comes apart um they head inland but the locals either ignore them or shoot arrows at them well cold shoulders what i want so they all are, they're going hungry. They decide to send their leader back to England for supplies. Uh-huh. So the ship comes back, and then the queen orders no ships can leave England because the Spanish are threatening to invade. Uh, so. so that ship doesn't come back for three years. And they another find, three years. They find Nobody? nothing. Nothing well, at Roanoke. Well, you know, I'm starting to think three years is too long. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like people give up. Uh, it's today known as the Lost Colony of Roanoke. There's been a lot of trying to figure out what happened to them, but I think the latest thing is that they believe they were absorbed into a, a local tribe. Oh, man. I thought you were going to give me some more sci-fi stuff. after. <laughs> <that. laughs> they were absorbed they were, into uh, a moss. So there's a were, giant lichen. <laughs> so you're telling me we got haunted moss? <laughs> That's right. Here, put your ear to this moss. Here, boss. Uh, So Walter sent more expeditions to find any trace of them. Uh, Never did. He continues to move up the court all this time. In 1587, he's made Elizabeth captain of the guard. So his job is not to... He's like her head of secret service, right? He's there to protect her. Head of security. Right. Uh, By 1591, Walter was openly... 
uh, talking about being a privateer. So before this, it's kind of secretive, but now he's just writing it in letters and like he's, you know. He's open. He's, yeah, about being a pirate. The English are horribly defeated by the Spanish in a sea battle. And the queen asked Walter if he could turn the loss into a moral victory. Okay. So he, <laughs> he, he writes a story called uh-huh. The Last Fight of the Revenge, which is about an English captain, his last stand against a Spanish fleet. Ships lost, uh, the captain's killed. But in it, England and the queen get glory, and it's just pure propaganda, and it works. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. It really is. I mean, it just has worked for so long. Yeah, yeah. It never stops. It never stops. No. So in the summer of fifteen, uh, that's what we call fake news, which is yeah. only which is only new. Uh, so in the summer of fifteen ninety one, Walter got Bess Throckmorton pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now she is a gentlewoman. Of the privy chamber, which means uh, he's she's shitting where he is. He is defecating where he lunches. <laughs> so Bess's father for years had been Elizabeth's trusted fixer while she was dealing with Mary, Queen of Scots. Bess is of a higher rank than Walter, and she has, okay. you know, blood ties to the monarchy. He doesn't. Okay, right, yeah. Elizabeth just has a standing rule. She doesn't want any of her privy chamber getting married. That's for political okay. reasons, right? She doesn't want them being biased by somebody she, else. Okay, right, yeah, she her. doesn't, right. Factions can be created. Right. Uh, she wants them to be neutral in, in that area. So anyone... But you may pork! <laughs> anyone married... Without, Give her the royal pinky. <laughs> anyone married without her permission greatly offends her, right? They have but they to can still permission. do it, so she's just, like, upset? Well, she doesn't know. So right. the, the, the men she wanted devoted to her, so she doesn't want anybody in Walter's place also getting married um, right. unless she gives permission. She wants them completely devoted to her. So right. Bess and Walter marry secretly and hide the pregnancy. Hide the pregnancy. Well, she's acting like... Well, I love ham. <laughs> Ham's so good. Have you guys had ham? I personally can't get enough of this stuff. Try ham. It goes with everything. Every meal I have, I have a little bit of ham, too. I just assume, based on all the clothing that they were wearing, that you could yeah. hide it better, you know? Right. Yeah, right. So My corset's broken again. <laughs> Look at the beer gut. Gosh, I've got a real ale tummy. So Walter is made an admiral. Uh, he's going to be made an admiral and given command of 13 ships. So he's looking, he's just getting higher and higher. Yeah. So that's, yeah. On, that's on the horizon for him. And, he, and then once that happens, his plan is to attack the Spanish in Central America and plunder Panama. That's his game plan. Okay. So the ships are set to leave in uh, early 1592. Bess goes to her brothers to have the baby and hopes she can pull it off quickly and get back with nobody knowing. All right, we need this in and out in a half hour. Let's push. (laughs) All right, we've got this guy here. He's a jumper. He's going to jump on the thing. It'll squirt out, and then Gary over here is going to catch it in a catcher's mitt. (laughs) 
So she she's hoping for two weeks. She hope, she's hoping in and out in two weeks. So wow, she has a baby boy on March 29th. His name was uh, Demary. Walter had to stay away. He couldn't go near it at all, and he keeps just right. working on his expedition plans. So Beth comes back to the royal court a month after the birth, mm-hmm. and Walter sets sail right around the same time. So she successfully hid this pregnancy. Yeah. She just did a. She just popped she it out and then came up, back. Made up some excuse yeah. why she had to be gone. You know. Have you guys heard of this Royal Atkins diet? <laughs> Uh, I quit ham. I quit ham the day I left. I don't know if you guys are looking, but I quit ham. It was great. I had a great run with it, but by the end, I was sort of like, "This is silly." So Walter set sail, but he, I, I think the way it works is they just kind of leave the port, but they, they're not fully going out yet. I couldn't really understand it, but anyway, uh, Sir Martin of Frobisher comes out and catches up with him and tells him the Queen is ordering him back. Uh-oh, she knows. Now, Walter thinks it's because of the pregnancy stuff. Yeah, and right. he blows off the orders and says he has to stay with the fleet until it's at sea. So then he does return a few days later, but the queen doesn't seem to know anything about the birth or anything. So she uh-huh. just wanted other advice and wanted him there. He, she didn't want him going on the trip. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's one of those situations where you're glad you didn't say it. I remember, like, you're glad you don't go, look, I know you know I've had a baby, but listen, you know, you had a baby with who? <laughs> uh, nothing. I mean, I've got a dog, and uh, it's my baby. It's, it's Ireland one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the, the one from earlier? Yes, of course. Well, that's not a baby anymore, is it? <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say that you had a new baby, which I forbode. I had a spicy meatball, huh? Oh, if you met my new translator, he needs to be fired. So? I remember one time I got pulled over by a cop, and I thought it was because I was talking on my phone, but it's because I blew through a stop sign, and I was so glad. I, he was like, you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, why? But I was so glad I wasn't like, yeah, I was on the phone. <laughs> All right, well, there's two tickets. What? Shit. So, Walter... Then has Bess bring the baby to London, and she moves into her brother's house. Three days later, officers of the royal household question Bess's mother and brother. So once she brought the baby, the fucking secret's out. Right. On May 28th, just Bess is completely tired of all the lying and hiding, and she formally, whatever formally means, she formally takes the baby to Walter's house. So they spent 20... (laughs) A child is about to enter their abode. (laughs) Just a guy ringing a bell. A child is entering the house right now. The door is pushed open somehow. Here's your baby. Look at his eyes. Gosh, the queen will have killed surprise. Hello, governor. And now the dancers. Hello, governor. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Who said that around it? So they get a full 24 hours together before the Queen's men come and put Walter under house arrest. Oh, boy. You must wear this anklet, and if you leave your premises, we will be notified at headquarters. <sighs> so he's interrogated for two days. 
Beth, Beth is taken to a separate house, which is owned by Elizabeth Spymaster. So she's basically I am being, the Spymaster. She's basically being held in house arrest at someone else's house. Right. Uh, Bess's brother was forced to make formal statements, and somehow he cleared himself. Like he was aware of. Like you know, she stayed at his house and had the baby. He, 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 she came to his other house in London. Like he's aware of it all, but somehow he skates. Nobody knows what okay. was in what he said or what was in the letter. Okay. I know what he said. Spasimitabal. <laughs> so yeah, you make a good point. Walter writes a letter and says that punishing him didn't make good financial sense because he would be more valuable out attacking Spanish ships. Okay. Uh, so months go by, and then suddenly one day. Everybody knows. It's the talk of London. All these nobles are just thrilled. A year after the birth, Queen Elizabeth signs a warrant for the arrest and imprisonment of Bess and Walter, and they're put in the Tower of London on August 7th, 1592. Back to the Tower. Okay. So Walter's ships arrive in Central America, and they make a huge haul. Okay. They took the Spanish treasure galleon, uh, Madre de Dios. It was the richest ship ever taken by the English. Okay. Half a million pounds worth of treasure. It has diamonds. Is the, tre- is the treasure called Mother of God? Uh, is Dios God? Isn't it? I don't think it's God. Oh, I mean, it might I'm be. Not. It okay. might be. Um, it would just be a great name of treasure. Mother of God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> So diamonds, rubies, gold, silver coins, pearls, spices. It's got everything. It's triumphantly sailed. Sounds into, like some Prince lyrics. It's, <laughs> it's triumphantly sailed into Dartmouth on September 9th. But then they get into the dis- distribution of all the loot because there's tons of investors involved. Sure. Uh, it's, oh, it's not, here we go. It's not handled well. There's pilfering. There's fights between the investors. When it's all done, the cargo is only worth 150000 Okay, there we go. So some come out and said, look, Walter's the guy that should be handling this. So Walter offers the queen a deal if he's released. Hard cash. Uh, 80,000 pounds out of the ship's cargo. Okay. So the queen releases him, and he delivers the money. So he buys his way out. Right, yeah. Okay. He's not allowed, but he's not allowed to appear in court. He's and see the queen for an entire year. <laughs> the, the, Dave, sometimes I feel like queens have ego. <laughs> so. And you also can't see me for a year. See how he likes that. <laughs> Welcome to hell, Walter. <laughs> so he's still really wealthy. Uh, Bess, she's, she's, she's not having as good of a time. Walter completely ignores her. He never. There, she's out. Of, she's out of the tower too. No, she's, she's still in the tower. She's in the tower. He is acting like she doesn't exist. He's not writing. You mean about, by by acting like she doesn't exist? You mean like he is not seeing her? She's just in the tower. Like hello. He, he's not seeing her. He never mentions her in letters. He never talks about. It's like she so doesn't he, exist. It's. I'm calling it ghosting. <laughs> Something I'm trying out. <laughs> so she's just in prison. Um, a terrible drought hits. The Thames dries up. A plague. The plague comes. So it's, this is a okay. bad <laughs> cycle. Sure. Baby uh, Demary dies. 
uh, in October. Now he, he's the way this works back then is he's in prison with Bess, right? So he dies. Jeez. So maybe that softens up the queen, but that winter Bess is released. She I goes, feel bad about you dying with your baby in a room. <laughs> you you can go. And they say I don't have a heart. Uh, Bess goes to uh, Sherborne, um, and they're together now. Now he's acting like you know. Now he loves her. Now that she said it. <laughs> wow. Uh, I um, mean, Dave, if I may, yeah. men. <laughs> Uh, they have another child on November 1st, 1593, Walter III. They nicknamed him Watt. Okay. That's sure. what everyone calls him, Watt. What? What? Hmm? Yes? No, I couldn't hear my friend. What? <laughs> what? Yes? What are you talking about? What? What? Oh, God damn it. Uh, Walter had not mentioned, like I said, Bess in letters forever, and he finally does in 1594 when the plague returns because he's worried about her and the new baby, and he sends them to separate locations. So in case one gets it, the other one won't die. And baby, you'll live in this barn. (laughs) Do you understand, baby? (laughs) What? Look at your father when he's talking to you. You're nine months old. You're going to need to cook your own food out here. Um, so now he's an outcast. He has really no chance of reclaiming his past status. So he focuses on, he focuses on exploration. In December sure. 1594, the queen gives Walter permission to, quote, offend the king of Spain. So he... he I, Dave, I want to be granted that permission. <laughs> I want someone someday to tell me I, could, I grant you permission to offend the queen of England. Well, thank you. Uh, so he quickly starts planning a journey to South America to find the treasure of El Dorado, the golden city of Manoa. He'll be so offended. Now, El Dorado means gilded man or golden one. It was named after a, a coronation ceremony for kings of the Moisca people in what is uh, modern-day Colombia. Okay. So during the ceremony, the king was covered in gold dust, and then he would dive into a lake. But the, uh, Dave, yes. Yeah. I want that. So, But the tradition, when it was translated, turned into something else. And the Spanish thought... Burning there, Man? The Spanish thought there was a city paved with gold in the Andes, and they just hadn't found it yet. Oh, dear. So that's quite a, that's quite a, 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 quite a game of telephone there that they... You know what I call that, Dave? Religion. <laughs> Looking for my golden road that don't exist. Religion. So Walter wants a shot at the finding El Dorado. Um, okay. Uh, Best begs him to stay, but he's like, no, there's too much. There's too much chance of just cash here. So who are you? Um, so uh, Guiana is where he's going. He said, quote, the nobility of Guiana would cover themselves in gold when feasting. So he kind of knows he kind of knows the reality of it, but he still thinks El Dorado. The whole thing is just so fucked up. So he he knows of the reality and believes the lore. Yeah, it's yeah, right. It's weird. So El Dorado is still there for the taking, and he hopes the locals would just accept English supremacy, and if not, he, you know, conquest is the backup. Point. Right. Sure. Though so the O England. 
Well, um, I think once they see us, they'll just give it to us. Hello, we're better than you. Oh, please, take everything. We didn't know you guys were from England. Have everything here. It's <laughs> ours. Please, please, please. Thank you. Yes, please. And let us know if you need more. Some of this will grow back, surely. You are good shit people. Oh, what an honor to be looked at by you. Whether it be down or up, it's still a damn pleasure. Gosh, those people were fantastic. (laughs) Oh, my God, we didn't give them our babies. (laughs) So he also had a little plan to create his own kingdom called Raleigh, uh, Raleighana. Raleighana. So the ship set off in 1595, and uh, they were in Trinidad on March 22nd. Now, he needs to take control of Trinidad from Spain uh, because that, it's just a, where it's located generally if they want to take gold out of the river in Colombia, then sure. they have to have control of that. So sure. um, he tells the Spanish governor there that he had been blown off course and was just sightseeing on his way to help Virginia colonists. <laughs> It will mainly just be sightseeing, maybe a little pillaging, but really only if I have time. It's a it's a site reconnaissance, uh, information gathering, uh, uh, th- uh, accident thing. Yes, I'm coming. Yeah, I can't wait to see all the great sights <laughs> of to hear. Look at that, a, a body of water. Whoa! <laughs> now I can die. <laughs> so Walter attacks. Quote. They abode not any fight. No, 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 do not fight back. He's simply sightseeing. Maybe this man doesn't know how to do it properly. Quote, they abode not any fight after a few shot and all being dismissed, but only Barrio and his companion, I brought them with me aboard, and at the instance of the Indians, I set their new city of St. Joseph on fire. What a crazy thing. Imagine writing that like, and done. He so he burns the Spanish city. Uh, right. He slaughters the Spanish, and he brings he takes, the he brings the Spanish governor Barrio on board his ship. Um, Barrio is seventy four years old, so now he has a captive. And okay, like, so now Barrio has led expositions down the uh, Oronoco River, which is what they're going to go down. So Walter okay. thinks he'll be helpful. You're right. Uh, so they set down the river. Um, they come across a village after 15 days. Now, the locals there prefer the English, who are just drunkards, compared to the Spanish, who were cruel and, quote, lusty. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, so the next village they go to, uh, Barrio previously executed the chief when he was there. Oh, this could be awkward. So now it is ruled by uh, Topiaweri, who is uh, over 100 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. So the last time he was there, Barrio killed their leader, and now they're like, we need some young blood. How about this man who's 102? It's like America. Yeah, it seriously <laughs> is. Ex- <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, uh... uh, uh I mentioned... Uh, oh... Uh, well, we could make, give it to him. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine 104 back then? Oh 104 my God. back then is like, he's 2 million. Oh, my God. So 
so he get Walter and this guy get along great. Um, I, yeah, I don't he's know my that. best friend. <laughs> uh, so the rain is getting worse and worse. It's coming more and more often. So they, they decide to turn back. They don't have any gold that they were hoping for. They didn't find El Dorado. So he takes the old guy's son with him. I'm 81. (laughs) I'm the youngest. And he leaves two English crewmen behind. Okay. So the crew, all right. One of them joins the tribe and the other ends up being captured by the Spanish. So once the ship gets out of the river and it's back at sea, Walter sails for uh, Kumana to raid Spanish settlements along the coast. Okay. But that doesn't go well. The first one is four of his men are killed, and a bunch of a bunch of them die of disease on the ship while looking for the settlements. During the raid itself, Walter sat and watched with the Spanish leader of the settlement and haggled over the release of Barrio. Wow. Okay. Because they're like very very strange. Well, because well, it's like a game to them. Like, they're of a different class. Right. Right? So if you're... Right. So, yeah, exactly. Right. So you're... Yeah. You're an Amazon worker. Yeah. So they're just like, well, we'll sit and watch this carnage while we discuss gentlemanly how to handle the situation. Now, Barrio. I would love to negotiate to get him back. Ah! People are just dying. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so... um so he returns, so he, he does trade Barrio for some men, and then he returns to England empty-handed, no gold, except he had found pineapples. But pineapples had already been found. So right. in England, Walter did his best to talk up Guiana and said there was tons of gold there. Quote, we saw all the hills with stones of golden color and some of the color of silver. So he's basically saying they could see it from a distance, they couldn't get to it, so they have to go back to get it. So, but I mean, does that not seem crazy if you like hear that? Are you like, because if you're a place with all that gold, you don't go get it? Yeah. Oh, we were just in the land of all the gold, you know? <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Oh, let me see it. Oh, we didn't get any. We're going to go back. We're going to circle back. Oh, I spent all weekend at this man's chocolate factory. Willie was his name. Well, show me some chocolate. Oh, I don't have any. So. Uh, he, he wants to go back. He says he would load a thousand ships full of gold and bring it back, but no one is buying it. Right. Okay. And then he says, there's also diamonds and pearls. Like he's just saying, and I should point out there's diamonds and the diamonds poop pearls. Anybody? So he's getting more and more frustrated. He, uh, he realizes no one in the queen's court is going to back him. No one in the government's going to back him. So, um, he sends a friend from university, uh, to Guiana to explore the coast to see if he could find uh, better access to the mountains than taking the river. But the guy comes okay. up with nothing. And then he decides to seek out private investors. And he Here wrote what is considered his most iconic work called, quote, here's the title of the book, The oh, Discovery boy. of the Large, Rich, and Beautiful Empire of Guiana with a Relation of the Great and Golden City of Manoa, which the Spaniards call El Dorado, and the provinces of Amira, Oromia, and Ampia, and other countries with their rivers adjoining. Yeah. So what year were titles invented? <laughs> 
Just some year, some guy was like, what about uh, a journey inside? <laughs> I don't, it must have been amazing when someone realized they could. Yeah. Like the first shorter. editor was like, hey, it's a little long, isn't it? What about the golden jungle? Yeah, well, I, I would be willing to go with the Golden Jungle, which I explored and was enamored with for a short amount of time until I had to come back to supply up, but couldn't find anyone willing enough to bet on me once again. That's why this is the story of Walter's comeback, where he gets all the gold and everyone sees. He's laughing at the end, but nobody's laughing at him any longer. Plus, he gets all the girls. Walter's the man. Walter. And then it'll be a little theme song like, Walter. I like it. It's catchy. That's, that's the title. Snappy. Thank you. So the book is a huge hit because Walter right. is a great writer. And he's... Because if you read the title, you're like, I already started the book. <laughs> so, I want to see where this goes. Three editions were printed just in 1596. Wow, that's crazy. And it's just his tale of the journey. Some of the best stuff actually never makes it in to the book like how his men were eating an armadillo when two jaguars attacked them. Oh, God. Because, oh, my God. Because he makes it, he wants to make it seem like a safe place, so he leaves out right. the awesome shit. Right. right. So he ends, up, he ends up writing about how they ate an armadillo and just leaves out the jaguar part. And then to bed. <laughs> he also spent a lot, of, a lot of time on how awesome his pineapples and hammocks were. Man, that is that. Isn't it amazing that that has stood the test of time? <laughs> Hammocks and pineapples still rule. They're fucking great. Yeah. He finished quote to conclude. Guyana is a country that hath yet her mainad. To conclude, Guyana is a country that hath yet her maidenhead, never sacked, turned, nor wrought. I can't wait to see what happens when she gets her maiden head. Mm. Mm, thrusting into Guyana. Uh, I went down on her, gave her maiden head. <laughs> the threat of Spain against England, uh, fighting against England, had grown. The English privateering attacks had been decreasing because Sir Francis Drake and Sir John Hawkins had died. Spain had attacked uh, two cities in Cornwall and threatened Ireland. Okay. Some, including Walter, believed an attack on Spain was needed. Uh, And the queen finally came around and agreed to attack Cadiz and sent 70,000 men. Walter was Send them to Cadiz. To where? Cadiz nuts. (laughs) (laughs) So. Your majesty. Cadiz is a big port, right? So on... Uh, June 11th, 1596, the English roll in. It's, it's a shit show. The Spanish aren't ready for it, but the Lord Admiral ordered his fully armed men onto boats instead of dropping them at the harbor. So they're so heavy, the boats flip over and a bunch of the soldiers drown. Nice. Perfect. Just how we drew it up. Mission capsize. As far as Walter's concerned, a cannonball hits the deck of his ship it tears his calf into pieces. Ugh. The Spanish ships escape. The Armada escapes, which destroying the, uh, you know, their, their Armada was the, the whole fucking goal. Sure. Um, but they still sack the town. And then there's a bunch of merchant ships. Uh, the British think they've captured, but then the Spanish set them all on fire. Oh, cool. Okay, great. 
Well, <laughs> so they completely. So, so they, the mission was essentially to lose a calf. <laughs> so the mission was to ca- destroy the armada and capture the merchant ships, and they fucked up all that. I mean, it, right? It, it was a success in the sense that they the merchant ships are gone and the town is sacked, but the it's the overall goal is not achieved. So, upon re- returning, Walter once again. Is is in the queen's presence? I guess that being a part of this battle, and he's everyone says he acted heroically and and all this stuff. So it's also partly because the others, like the Earl of Essex, had just fucked up so much during this battle. Okay, so Walter is reinstated as captain of the guard. Okay, <laughs> it's quite a run. But at this point, his fortune is dwindling. Uh, the late 1590s are terrible for everybody in England. Rainy summers, rotted crops, people are starving. Now, Walter and the Earl of Essex plot another attack, this one on the port of Farrell and the Azores. Is it Azores or Azores? I think it's Azores. Azores. A hundred ships set sail, but Walter gets separated from them, and he ends up chasing a not real armada to the Azores. <laughs> so, he, so he thinks he's chasing an armada, but it's not an armada. He's also alone, basically. Oh, God, it's just a ramada. <laughs> oh. So the Earl of Essex chases Walter and catches him and orders him to meet him where they're going to attack another island. Okay. And then and they don't head out together. They get split up or whatever. And then when Walter gets to the island, no one's there. Oh, they goofed me. And then his ship is attacked by the people in the town. So he takes and sacks the town. And then afterwards, the Earl of Essex is furious and wants Walter court-martialed and put to death. For not for what for, for showing not, up for number one he he showed him up but also like it, he he wasn't supposed to do any of it alone he had also right. he had also gotten lost so they're bickering and then the Lord Admiral puts a stop to all of it and he says fucking everybody just cool your jets and then they go back to uh, London and Elizabeth is pissed especially at the Earl of Essex. She's not happy with Walter, but she's really mad with the Earl of Essex. Right. So she banishes the Earl of Essex to Ireland. No! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whatever he's supposed to do there, uh, some sort of battle, he fucks up royally again. And then he's arrested and sentenced to death for treason. Wow, okay. Now, he's super popular with the people. And Walter, as captain of the guard, is at the execution. But the crowd thinks that Walter is gloating, and they're livid. Okay, so he's showboating at the funeral, not the uh, execution. Well, it doesn't sound like he was showboating, but the people just thought he was. And the Earl of Essex... Look at him. The Earl of Essex actually stands up and, and is like, no, this guy's good, he's not bad. But people are fucking so mad that Walter has to leave the execution to calm things down so they can execute him. <laughs> what a crazy situation. <laughs> I mean, things are so wild, we might not be able to kill a guy. <laughs> out of control. This place is popping. 
So Walter's finances are getting worse and worse. Both uh, guys overseeing his uh, Sherborne estate and his Ireland plantation have been swindling him. Okay. Uh, so the guy, uh, the Sherborne one, he had put in public stocks. He has to sell the Ireland property. And then the worst thing of all happens. Queen Elizabeth dies on March 24th, 1603. And King oh, no. James takes the throne. Oh, boy. King James recalls all monopolies. So those monopolies had over tin and playing cards and all that shit, gone. Uh-huh. And he gives the captaincy of the guard to a Scot who he trusts. Walter is removed from his gover- governorship of Jersey and is uh, given only 300 pounds compensation. Wow. So he's just like a regular dude now. Yeah. So Walter's still trying oh, to get in. So he's, he's trying to figure out a way to get in with the king. And he sends the king a strategy for continuing the war with Spain. What he didn't know is that James just wanted peace. He didn't want, oh, he didn't want to continue the war with Spain. So, so James has... Uh, Bring uh, him for a meeting. <laughs> James has Walter kicked out of London. Wow. He takes away Durham House, and he gives him two weeks to clear out. <laughs> and a couple of months later, he tries to get in again, and he, and he tries to join the king and a noble on a hunt in Windsor Forest. But the noble tells, tells Walter that the king not only doesn't want him at the hunt, but uh, he wants the privy council to question Walter for treason. Oh, boy. Hmm. So he's alleged to be part of three plots against the king, which I, I, from what I've read, are none of them were real. Okay. But they think they were. So the council then arraigns Walter for trial after questioning him. Okay. Now, because of the plague, they have to move it from London to Winchester. And as he's being taken out of the city a large mob comes out just to jeer Walter because he's the traitor who betrayed the Earl of Essex and they just don't like him. Right. So Walter is accused of plotting with his friend, Lord Cobham. Hello. Does anyone have any questions? Do you, ha- do you have any ham? Yes, I've got some Cobham. You've had ham from a cob. I want to make it look like I'm pregnant. Yes, that's no problem. Yes, of course, we could easily do that. You'll need to eat a lot of ham, but I've done this before. That's why they call me Cobham. You're Cobham right I am. <laughs> so, my father was a corner, my mother was a hogger. Your father, I'm Cobham. Your father yeah, was what? A, your father was a what? A corner. He was into <laughs> corn. He would shuck. Uh, he was a shuck. He was a shucker. Aren't they just called corn farmers? No, he's a corner. No. Do you mean corner? That's like a no, 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 no. Like corner of the room. He was a corner. Father was a corner. Uh, mother was a hogger. <laughs> gotcha. How did yeah. they? How did they do it? How did they what? Do what? The sex. Well, he would just give the old give the old ham a bit of a cob, you know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Uh, In and out, churn the butter, move on. Yeah, right. Yes. So he's accused of uh, rebelling and inviting foreign invasion. 
And the goal okay. was apparently to kill James, his family, and put James' cousin on the throne. Okay. Walter was also charged with taking part in the by-plot in which the king was going to be captured and forced to relax anti-Catholic legislation. Okay. Uh, and then there's other charges, right? So there's a bunch of charges. So as he's led into court, uh, once again, a crowd gathers and they jeer, they throw stones. Oh, at- look at him. He's so smug. They throw stones and pipes at him. Now, the trial is a, a total joke. Walter denies the charges. The, uh, he isn't allowed to call his main witness. His witness ends up writing a letter attesting to what he had seen and throws it to Walter in the tower by wrapping it around an apple. Things are good. <laughs> Things are good. Well, it's a twofer because you get the letter and you get to eat an apple. Oh, score a snack. No. I got an apple letter. Uh, so after Walter submits the letter to the court, the prosecutor forced the witness to write another letter contradicting it. And put it, a banana inside it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but Walter's defense, he's defending himself. He's very eloquent, and, and it's like a class in law, theater, and logic. He just blows it all. He's just amazing at it. Right. He forces only accuser to recant, but it didn't matter. The trial was a foregone conclusion. After 15 minutes, the jury declared him guilty. The sentence was gleefully read. Walter was to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. Jeez. One of the trial judges later said, quote, the trial injured and degraded the justice of England. Now, the public had been watching the trial. It was the, everybody was into it, and Walter won them over through through his defense. Maybe he's not so smug. Maybe we were the ones who were actually smug the whole time. Yeah, he's all right. I'm going to throw a rock at myself. I'm going to hit myself with a pipe. (laughs) Um, And he also won over many many of the royal court people, so... I can't stay mad at him. (laughs) So this is a problem. So the king takes note, and uh, his execution is stayed. So Walter's... okay. Walter's put back in the Tower of London, though. Right. Congratulations. You get to go back to your tower. Apples? Yes. Uh, So in jail, he just starts writing. Um, He wrote War with Spain, Instructions to His Son, and his famous History of the World. He became friends with King James' neglected wife, Queen Anne, and tutored her son, Henry. So I guess I don't really know what the tower is, because I figured it was just... A tower than a yeah. cell, but it sounds like he's, you know, meandering about. Um, yeah, it sounds like he's got the Epstein Tower deal. <laughs> so King James now needs cash, and one of his advisors suggested Walter's plan to go back to Guiana for gold. Okay. God. Uh, on March 19th, 1616, Sir Walter was released from the tower. Preparing for the expedition took over a year. He had to raise 30,000 pounds. So any money he has goes into it. Bess asks her relatives for money. Watt is now 22 years old and was going to go with him on the expedition. And Watt helped find recruits. But he's also a bit of a problem. He's a bit of a wild card. Like at one point at dinner, Watt declared he had visited a local sex worker. And that's when he found out his dad had had sex with her an hour before him. Ah, 
Oh my god, that knowledge is disgusting. But to be like, oh, could you pass the uh, bread rolls, please? Also, Dad and I finished in the same lady earlier. <laughs> but can you give me the butter? That's crazy. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, you finished just like your father did. <laughs> ah. I now know the one thing I don't want to hear after sex. <laughs> My number one. Oh, that mixes with your paws. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I'll call it a speedball. <laughs> so... So Walter got his official commission on uh, August 26th. Must run in the family, eh? <laughs> Excuse me? Must run in the family. What? You know, your buttock shivering during orgasm, just like your dad. He had a shivering buttock earlier. Today. <laughs> right before. <laughs> so Walter got his official commission on August 26th, 1613. Uh, now, in the, in the commission, under print of law was crossed out, and in place was trusted and well-beloved. This was because Walter was still a traitor and officially dead. Okay, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Remember, the Spanish really, they, they really killed Walter, supposedly. That was the plan, was, be, was as a gesture to the Spanish. Right. Right, because he had gone down there and attacked uh, the Spanish. And so right. it was like, uh, uh, help, help. Towards making peace, like saying right. that Walter was, it was dead. a mea culpa. Yeah, right, right. Okay. So they think Walter's dead. The Spanish think he's dead. Uh oh, he's legally dead. So, um, so if he harms, ship. if he harms any any Spaniard during the expedition, his life would be forfeit. Okay. So his plan was to go through Spanish territory, dig a mine near a Spanish fort. And take gold without getting into a fight and hurting a Spaniard. So he's going to drink their milkshake. That's right. So he enlists the help of the French Huguenots, who hate Catholics. Right, and our space Hugos. They would take care of any fighting part that happened. It's, it's a fucking ridiculous plan. It is a ridiculous okay. plan. <laughs> okay. I like so, what I hear. So a friend of his goes to get the Huguenot ships and bring them back. And but on their way back, they're captured by pirates. So the friend ends up in a Spanish jail in Madrid, and he gives up the plan and the maps. Oh man! So now the Spanish ambassador it finds out, and he is in London, and he's upset, and he tells the king so. And King James then sends the king of Spain Walter's itinerary. Oh, my Lord. So he's just been betrayed. All, like, just so, Yeah, total, sold him out completely. So even though he's totally betrayed, Walter just still plows on with the plan. It's only- I think the plan is still good. <laughs> Aside from no secrecy, I think we've got a shot. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a little thing called believing in yourself? <laughs> he renames the ship the Destiny. Watt is put in command. Author A.L. Rouse, quote, 
The crew were wild-eyed scum. His officers were little better. Uh, Walter is given a big send-off in Plymouth. The mayor and the corporation investing had a banquet in his honor. And then the destiny leaves port on June 12, 1617. It's a very long voyage. He stopped in Cape Verde for fresh meat because 50 of the men were sick. But death still increased. Walter then became, becomes so ill he can't write. After 40 days, they arrive in Trinidad. The journey should have taken 12 days. Oof. Uh, here, Walter meets one of the crewmen that he had left behind on the previous journey. Oh, hey! <laughs> uh, how you been? Uh, well, he can barely speak English now because he's just... Oh, this is the guy who, who uh, decided to acquiesce, essentially? Uh, this is the guy who he uh, he they left at the village. They left two guys yeah, in the village, yeah. right? And the one guy goes away, and the other guy stays. So it's yeah. the guy who stayed at the village, right? Okay, but he okay. just he just picked up their native tongue, and he stopped. He right, basically doesn't know English anymore. Um, so Walter is too weak to lead. That's the ex- we call that we we call that a reclamation. Yes, that yes. is. Uh, that's and by the way, that's to, I, I, that is best case scenario. I'd be like, this is the best. <laughs> I know. I, I read that, and I was like, yeah, that guy did the right thing, man. If yeah, I could, the guy's I, like, I, or I could just really kind of like the system here. Seems pretty stable. Who isn't thinking about that with America right now? Uh, yeah. Um, Walter is too weak to lead the expedition up the Orenico River, uh, so he sends a ship. He tells his captains not to attack the Spanish, but instead to put a force between the fort and the mine. So he just wants to put like a, a group of men between the fort and the mine and then not have any fighting and then just mine this, the gold and then that. Bouncers. Instead, Watt and a captain immediately attack the Spanish when they get there. Nice. Good plan. Watt was shot and killed instantly. It's, it's basically a complete disaster. So Walter writes to the Secretary of State to try to cover up the horrible failure as much as he can. But the Secretary of State couldn't read it because the Secretary of State was dead. Okay. He wrote Bess and told her of Watt's death. And then he sailed to Newfoundland uh, and, uh, and then on to Plymouth, and, uh, but stopping in Ireland. So he's going to stop in Ireland first. Okay. He's met in Ireland by Bess and one of his cousins, and a vice admiral. And the vice admiral is there to arrest him. Okay. He, he had made plans to try to escape as they were on the trip to London, but his cousin refused to help him, and his servants snitched on him. Okay. So he's really got a tight circle. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Then the authorities, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what exactly happened, but when he gets to, when he gets to the, the Thames, the, uh, the authorities who are sort of watching him whatever, but they allow the vice admiral and him to get on a boat and go down the river in an escape attempt. But they also are watching, so they know it's not going to happen. It's like a setup. So it's like, right, it's like how a cat plays with a mouse. Yeah. Um, and then they stop him after a bit. And right the vice admiral had basically set him up. So Walter's put back in the Tower of London. And he's going to be... Hey! Home! 
Now he's going to be executed. Okay. For his execution, he dressed really nice. A satin doublet, black embroidered waistcoat, taffeta black breeches, and silk stockings, embroidered nightcap, and a black velvet cloak. Nightcap is an amazing decision. Amazing decision. Embroidered. Yeah. 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 I'm the bed wizard. (laughs) (laughs) So the yard is packed. Everyone wants to see it. He speaks on the scaffold. He took off his gown and doublet and then asked to see the axe. He said, quote, this is sharp medicine that will cure all my diseases. Okie dokie. That, that's something that you've been sitting in a tower thinking way too much about what to say. Yeah, you feel like meta at this point. You're like, but then they would think that. So that's why I should look at it and be like, this will cure all my diseases. <laughs> Perfect, Walter. You've got this, baby. Don't forget your nightcap, Walter. There you go. Uh, Walter put his head on the block and refused a blindfold. He then gave the signal to swing. But the executioner did not swing, so Walter yelled, quote, Strike, man, strike! And the executioner did. His head was cut off, and it was shown to the crowd. Looky here. Here's the head. I'm alive still! Later that night, Bess came and got his head and took it home. Oh, wow. In a leather bag. Ah. Uh. She kept it. She had it embalmed. And she kept the head in a bag in the cupboard. And when Walter's admirers came, she would show it to them. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was a different time. Yeah, it is crazy. I mean, in many ways, it's so similar, you know, like, because we, we've never, I mean, that's exactly, it's our foreign policy. I mean, just, <laughs> it's, it is, it is it's, not it's just, yeah, it's just for oil. Yeah. Why did I close this? Uh, sources for this, uh, Anna Beer, uh, the book Patriot or Traitor, The Life and Death of Sir Walter Raleigh. And, uh, I'll tell you what, I could get down with Tower Life. Tower Life? Yeah. Yeah, you think I so? Could, I could hang, yeah, if I'm getting Apple letters, I could hang out. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know yeah, what they call the Apple letter, the I letter. <laughs> All right, folks, those are the jokes. Um, what a nightmare that was that you just said that joke. Cut that out. No. That's gonna put okay. that up. I'm gonna put that up top. Yeah, lead with it. I like it. Yeah, see who the real fans are. <laughs> hey there, people listening to the dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I listen. I have a new podcast called "We're Here to Help" that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 
Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.